grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from one and only true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Ignore that for now. <laughs> no, it's part of the sermon. But first, I got to tell you about what was going on in Jerusalem that day that Peter had a vision. Really, a lot of goodwill was beginning to build up in Jerusalem about the Christians. On the day of Pentecost, more than 3,000 people were baptized. The Lord continued to add to their number day by day. They were from home to home and in the temple every day proclaiming Jesus. They were gathering together to hear the word of the apostles, to break bread, celebrate the Lord's Supper, to pray, to fellowship, and people were continuing to be added. People were being healed. If Peter walked by and his shadow touched him, they would be healed. The Pharisees and Sadducees tried to stop him. They, they beat them. They threw him in jail, but the angel released him. They stoned Stephen and killed him. But the church couldn't be stopped. But you see, there's a problem. Jesus had said, go and make disciples of all nations. He said, Jerusalem to Judea, to Samaria, to the ends of the earth. And they were doing wonderful in Jerusalem, even beginning to get the word out a little bit as people were leaving Jerusalem and going out, but they were still there in Jerusalem. And they were still just reaching the Jewish people. And so Peter has this vision suddenly. He's up, he's praying on top of the roof, and suddenly God comes to him, brings down this sheet full of unclean, common animals. And the Jewish people weren't supposed to eat those. That was one of the Levitical laws of what they could eat and what they couldn't eat. And notice again, Peter said three times, the Lord did this to me, Peter and three, God and three, they kind of go together. Three times, that means Peter told God no more than once. Said, no, Lord. Nothing unclean or common has ever touched my lips. No, Lord. God was giving him a command, but Peter was trying to say, be so faithful to the word that he was missing God's point. He was becoming a Pharisee, worried about the law and not what God had commanded, not what the reason for the law was. So finally, God says, hey, wake up. What I call clean, don't you call unclean. He says, hey, wake up. I have a message for you. And at that moment, on the door come these Gentiles, these unclean people, non-Jewish people. And they say, we need Simon Peter to come with us to Caesarea. And the Holy Spirit tells him to go. And there's a key word there. He says, the Spirit told me to go with them, making no distinction. Clean, unclean, Jewish, Gentile. The Spirit said, go. No more of this distinction. No more of this separation. Go with them. You see, this seems like kind of no big deal to us, really. We're especially in America. We're a melting pot. Lots of different people. Lots of different races. All together. This was a big deal in Jewish circles. And especially, as I told you at the beginning, the church was experiencing a lot of goodwill in Jerusalem. People were coming in and continue to join the church. And here comes Peter, the Peter, going to the Gentiles, going into their home and staying with them and eating with them. 
That's upsetting the apple cart. That, so Peter comes back, and he's brought before the voters meeting. Pastor, you did a bad thing. Imagine it's like you guys bringing me before the voters meeting saying, how dare you do that, Pastor? And so he's, he doesn't argue. He simply says, listen to what God said. Here's what happened. And he tells them all about going there, the Spirit saying, go, making no distinction. And he goes there and they said, an angel appeared to us and told us to send for you and you would have a word for us. And Peter says, I had a word for him. I told him about Jesus and the Holy Spirit fell on him. Who, who am I to stop that? And that's really the key at that part in Peter's mind. The Holy Spirit fell on them just like it fell on us at the beginning on the day of Pentecost. And he says, if God's not making a distinction, who am I to make a distinction? I would be going against God. So I ask you tonight, which of these is worthy of being filled with water? This one is my grandma Rolf's, and I drank out of it when I was a little boy. Too old, right? Well, this one speaks for itself. We're in America, and it's not worthy, is it? The St. Louis Rams, they're not even a team anymore. They're out in L.A. It's not a good cup. Ah, here we go. White Sox. This one deserves the Spirit. There we go. Fill it up with the Spirit. And you know what the Cardinals? I like the Cardinals. My wife's from St. Louis. I grew up loving the Cardinals. They also deserve the Spirit. There we go. Right? That's what God said, right? Certain ones deserve the Spirit and others don't. No. Make no distinction, God said. What I have called clean, don't you call unclean? He says, the Spirit goes to all. And Peter says, well, I went, I told him the word, and the Spirit was poured out on them just like on us. And their, and their whole household were baptized. I made no distinction in who received the Spirit. And you see the response then of the people, those who had been so argumentative, those who pulled Peter before this voters meeting and said, how dare you go to the Gentiles? How dare you eat with them? They were unclean. And Peter goes, who am I to stand in God's way? God told me to go, making no distinction. The Holy Spirit fell on them just as on us. And their response at first was silence. The voters meeting got calm for the first time. And then they said, ah, well, then to the Gentiles also, let's go. Now there's the true miracle of voters meeting, all agreeing on one thing about going out for outreach. Isn't that a miracle? And there are two miracles there that really happened. The Gentiles were welcomed into the church and the church welcomed them in. Ooh, outsiders coming into the church and being welcomed. God opened up the doors of the church and he made his people welcoming to those that were coming in. And there was harmony in the church. Jews, Gentiles, no distinction, made no difference. That's when the word then started really going to Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And what's that word that went out? That Jesus Christ suffered and died on the cross for the sins of the whole world. That God loved the whole world so much that he sent his only son to suffer and die for everyone. That message was key for everyone. Maybe they had forgotten what 
God had told Abram when he first came to him and said, I will make you a blessing for the whole world. The Jewish people were set apart for God to work through to bring about salvation. When that salvation came, it wasn't to stay. It was to go to be a blessing for the whole world. And so the apostles now are sent out, not just Jerusalem or Judea or Samaria. Now they're going to the ends of the earth. In the rest of the book of Acts, you see them going out. Philip and the Ethiopian, Saul becoming Paul and on his missionary journeys. And at the end, they're in Rome. In the whole world, Caesar himself will hear the good news of Jesus Christ. And how do we know that it worked? Because you're here. You're hearing about Jesus Christ. I'm not Jewish. I don't know if you're Jewish. So we all have heard about it. The word has gone out. Salvation has been brought to you again tonight in your hearing. May you remember that God makes no distinction. And he sends his spirit out on all through the word of Jesus Christ. And again, tonight you have heard and received. And in his name we give thanks and praise for that. Amen.